I'm Patrick Chandler. I'm TJ Kiblin. I'm Nick Reyes. And you're listening to the Sweat Daily Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Sweat Daily Podcast. Uh, I'm Patrick Chandler, and I've got TJ Kiblin, Tom Kiblin Tom, here. <laughs> Tom Kiblin, how are you? <laughs> we are going to talk a little bit about habits and routines. We've talked about habits in is the there past. A difference? Yeah, there is a difference actually. So, um, yeah, we we were we were actually we're we're you know prepping for the show, and we're talking about you know what would be a good episode is you know, talking about routines of people and how you can, how important it is to stick to a routine. And, and, you know, then when we're, we're actually prepping, you know, we're, we're kind of coming up with some material and we're like, well, that's more of a habit than a routine. And, and then it led us down this conversation, this rabbit hole of what the hell's the difference between having a routine and having a habit, which I think is a pretty important place to start as far as just physically defining these two things. So um, I'm going to kick it over to TJ here in a second. He's going to start with uh, the definition. Um, I think you've got the definition of both, or do you have just the definition of a habit? I don't have any definitions. Oh, I have the difference. Okay. Well, okay. Never mind. We're rewinding here for a second. I'll start with kind of the definition and then I'll kick it over to T for a little bit. But just by running a quick Google search, um, <laughs> Google. you can you can kind of find this. And I came up with a, a similar one off the top of my head, but it always sounds better when you when you just read. So uh, this is a segment that I like to call Patrick reading. And uh, so the difference between a habit and a routine is a habit is impulse to do a behavior. It's got little or no conscious thought. Not doing a habit actually makes you feel uncomfortable, you know. So think think about something like um, not brushing your teeth before going to bed, not wiping after using using the <laughs> toilet. That would be pretty weird if you're like, yeah, sometimes I do. Um, but a routine is something that's frequently repeated. You know, it's not something that is like subconsciously making like making your bed. You could go a day without making your bed and probably not feel incredibly uncomfortable unless it's become a habit. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is, is, you know, the importance of having both habits, healthy habits and routines and kind of blending those two together to where you can create healthy routines and transition those into healthy habits. So I think I'm going to kick it over, let TJ kind of talk a little bit about some of the stuff that he found when he was digging into this, this comparison between habits and routines. So Kind of to attest what Pat said, you know, both habits and routines are, you know, regular and repeated actions. Um, habits just happen to be a little bit or no conscious thought, you know, whereas routine you actually requires you to actually think about, you know, doing that action. So like we talk about going to the gym. Well, obviously that's a routine. You don't just wake up and your body just automatically takes you straight to the gym. That'd right? be nice, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like if you literally woke up and it's like your body just kind of floats you off down the road, down Metcalf and... And you end up at the gym. So that is attainable, but it's not likely. Because oftentimes, um, it, it, we, they talk about in this article that I found on Google, it's like with enough time and right techniques. It's like, what are these techniques? Uh, <laughs> with these techniques, uh, you can actually turn routines into your habits. So we have, a, we have a girl at the gym we were talking about. Her name's Stormy. I don't think she's missed a day besides COVID since ever. Yeah, I don't know, which joined like in like 2016 or something like that, 15, 16. She just does not miss. It doesn't matter how sore she is. It doesn't matter what she's doing. She's It's like automatic. 
So I feel like to me, it's like she's really shifted that routine of working out is into her morning habit, her habitual thing. That's what she does. So, um, you know, you know, if one needs to want to turn a routine into a habit, like if they want to do that, that's when that process will happen. It almost seems like it's that, that, uh, is it Malcolm Gladwell, the 10,000 hours where like it just, it literally yeah. takes time and repeatability and you know, that, that parsing of words as far as routine, when you first start a fitness routine, whether it's going to a high intensity class, going to a CrossFit class or just going running or walking, doing something, it's not going to be subconscious first, first, yeah. you're going to have that internal struggle of, man, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. I'm sore. Uh, I don't feel well. And then you're going to kind of want to stop. You're going, and and it, it's not going to just immediately be like, boom, I wake up, time to work out. So, Pat, there's, have you read the automatic, uh, the automatic habits by James Clear? I have not. Man, that's a good book, dude. You need to read it. Okay, it's one of the one of my favorite books. And I'm, I imagine a lot of our listeners have probably listened to it as well. But um, there's this concept, right, of turning habits into routines. So basically, what this thing or like routines kind of, into habits. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, so what it comes down to is like it boils down to the, the classic uh, habit loop. Okay. Okay. So you take a cue, right? Some sort of trigger um, that's going to tell your brain to start that specific routine. Say so like, I want to lose weight. Yeah. Okay. So like, man, I really want to get in shape. Mm -hmm. And then now you have to execute that routine. So you have that cue that like gets you in the mode to do something. Um, and then that routine of it is like the executing it. Okay. So you're executing that routine, you know, start ideally starting with something like pretty small, like maybe you want to go on a walk. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. going to take a, an evening walk after dinner and do that just to, just to start moving because I want to lose weight. Yeah. And I think too many times or too often people have these too big of ambitious routines or the like these actionable chunks that they want to do within their day. Right. To so, where it makes it that much harder the next day. Yeah. To where it's like, oh man, I, didn't, I don't know if I can walk 10 miles tonight. I walked 10 miles last night and I'm tired and my feet hurt and, and this and that. But if it's like, you know what? I just wanted to walk. Exactly. It doesn't matter how far I go. Exactly. And so, and James Clear does a really good job in the automatic habits about starting these small little things that really don't affect your day. But as they start to compound, then they become, they build up. Wait, build is it up. automatic or is it atomic? Atomic, yeah. Atomic, okay, I was like, wait, is this a whole new book? I know we've <laughs> talked about this before. Does he have another book? Well, I can't talk today, apparently. I was in, TJ's in the, in the stage of <laughs> no sleep right now. I, I have slept maybe two hours last night. Um, that's a totally different routine that my life just got swept up with dad life. So trying to execute that, um, that doesn't really, I don't really have a choice. <laughs> it was a large <laughs> chunk, uh, uh, an actionable chunk that I just had to do it. And that's get up and feed a baby and rock her to sleep. So, um, but then it, it's the concept talks about like rewarding. So like you reward yourself by doing something enjoyable. So like you start to pair the two. Okay. Like you routine, you pair the routine with the reward. And so you start to almost like Pavlov's dog. They start to salivate when they think. Right. Oh, I was going to say, I wish I had my wife here, the, the, uh, the therapist, as far as it's, it's that positive reinforcement basically, right? Where, so you have your, your cue, want to lose weight and then you have your action step and then you positively reward yourself when you complete that. So it's like, oh, cool. When I do this, good things happen. Yeah. And then you, you just continue to loop that 
And then your reward doesn't necessarily need to be so big because it starts to become a habit. Mm -hmm. To where it's almost a subconscious thing, just to keep with this example, you finish dinner and you're just, before you know it, you haven't even really thought about it. You're out on your walk. Exactly. And you're, you're doing this and it's now become, become a habit. Exactly. And so, you know, obviously the hardest part is executing that routine right after the cue. Like, oh, I, lo- I need to lose weight. I just can't wait to get on this walk. You know, that's mm-hmm. not always going to happen. Um, but if you understand your reward and you start to make that, you know, kind of a part of your brain chemistry. Yeah. Then it, then it starts to become more of that habit. It's less. I'm curious if, if any of this is actually in um, Atomic Habits or any of the stuff that you've been you've read before. Is there something to like a like a faking it till you make it? Where yeah, so uh, one of the, that's a great that's a great segue into what I was going to talk about. So like maybe you want to work out in the morning, guys. Okay? So like you brush your teeth in the morning. That's part of your habit, right? That's something that you've done subconsciously for a long time because you don't want cavities. And then you immediately throw on your workout clothes. That's the cue, right? Yeah. yeah. And so now that you have your workout clothes, where you're like, shit, I got my workout clothes on. I might as well go work out. Like I'm up, I did the, I did the cue. Now let's make the, let's go do the routine. And I know how good I'm going to feel. That's my reward. Or I get breakfast after. Mm-hmm. And or I get my coffee. Big, I, you have yeah, your coffee after or exactly. something. And you're like, you're a big breakfast guy. Oh, I love me some breakfast. You and your wife would, that's your reward often mm-hmm. on Saturdays is to go to a nice breakfast place. Give me some of that bacon or as, as uh, our, our nutrition coach, Anthony likes to call it meat candy. <laughs> Give me some of that meat candy. So so yeah, um, so you can like start to play tricks on yourself, like getting in your workout clothes, like little things like that. Like uh, I, Jess and I, my wife and I have talked a lot about like me disengaging from work when I get home. And so like I, I've read a lot of different concepts like, and it's a little bit easier for someone like in the military or like a, a cop or a firefighter is they can immediately change into their regular street clothes. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's what signals that their day is over. And now that they, they can be a father or, or a husband or whatever, once they get there by setting off that trigger. This Our is a cue. little bit of a side tangent, but just that, that theory um, is, is really cool. Cause I, I actually, um, being a physical therapist, talk about like down regulation and, Um, you know, as, as it regards to sleep and things like that, it's almost the same theory of you need something to break up, um, that, that day in order to adjust to, you know, a new routine. Um, for instance, like if you have trouble sleeping and, you know, we're in a, a pandemic world or post pandemic world where there's a lot more people working from home, it's like, gosh, I've been sitting on my computer for 10 hours a day, um, I just lay down and all I see is computer screen or like, it's just, I can't fall asleep because that's, that's all I'm looking at. And even if, maybe even just if you're working in an office, that can be the case. Um, you know, if you can change the, that your environment where you go, um, take a hot shower or take a cold shower or go work out and you, you kind of break that up, create that habit exactly. or I guess start with a routine that develops into a habit. Now you're actually even improved uh, another aspect of your life, how that can kind of snowball effect almost. Yeah. And that, that's, that was like a big thing, like in COVID, right? The ability to like, you had your office like in your bedroom, right? Like how, how are you supposed to disconnect? Like how are you, of course people started to lose sleep and, and do things like that. Cause like, well, I, I could, let me finish this. Oh yeah. I forgot. I, I forgot to send that email. Boom. Top yeah. on when, when you're at the office, like I'll just do it tomorrow. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. if, I guess we could probably segue into that, like understand your cues. If you need to rearrange your house or um, start to implement some of these things to get you working towards those rituals, 
you know, and then those rewards and then eventually, hopefully turning some things that you never thought would be a habit into a habit. Yeah. And actually I want to come back to that a little bit because I'm going to take another little side path. Um, you had Love mentioned, side roads path. This, yep, we're just detouring Boom, hard left. Um, you had mentioned, and this kind of actually goes back to something we were talking about and you were like, I don't want to talk about this. So I'm going to make you talk about it. Um, you're changing of routine, becoming a dad. So you're two months into the day, right? Yeah. To becoming a dad. And obviously the routine had to change. You couldn't keep your same routine as far as just doing whatever you want. How is that going for you personally? What are some of the challenges? Um, what are some of the things that you thought might be challenging that aren't challenging? Or um, just kind of how is that process going? Because you're in the middle of it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that it's not I'm, a habit yet. I'm in the fire. Um, I'm very fortunate. My wife, Jessie, is like super type A. Like she's very much a routinist. Um, and so, and I am too. And I, I, I really thrive in kind of that structured environment. And so what we've really done, and, and I'll be completely transparent, the first week or two weeks, the only ritual or habit or anything was not having one. It was like, just survive. Um, and then, you know, as now as we start to understand our daughter and in, in different cues and things that she does when she needs something, it's completely different. She's on a set schedule. I know when she eats, when we play with her, when she, you know, when she goes to grandma's for daycare, like all this stuff. So like, I'm starting to get my life. It's different, but it's starting to get it back. If that makes sense. Like I, uh, right. So just to cut you off real quick, that, that two weeks where you're like, there was no routine. Yeah. Would, that's not really sustainable then, right? No, it, it was, it was literally chaos. It was like, okay, oh, you want to work out? Well, you can't work out right now. Like this is your workout time. Sorry, you can't work out right now. You have to go do this. Oh, you want to shower? Sorry, baby comes first. You need to do this, 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 this. Okay. Oh, can you squeeze in the shower? She's napping. Yes. So like my day was like, just kind of squeeze it in when I could. Um, so the habits were there. They just weren't on that like ritualistic time or like, like my routine was completely different. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you were living like a reactive life instead of so like a, reactive. Like a proactive life, which it, it, it happens, you know, it, it happens. Yeah. And, and, and I think anyone that's been a pump, become a parent understands this. Like it's like going to bed. You like, you don't really know what the night's going to look like and that's okay. But you just got to understand like, Hey, if she gets up, she's probably hungry. Feed her you know, or her swaddle fell off or stiff, different things like that. But yeah, it was very much reactive and it was hard. It was yeah. hard. But now as we get further towards like her getting older, it's starting to get a little bit easier because I think she thrives in a structured environment, just like her mom and dad. Right. From like an emotional standpoint for you and your wife and probably your daughter as well, how much has having that routine and developing that routine um, you know, really worked. And would you say that it's a habit yet, or are you still in that routine phase of that habit loop? Uh, we're still in the routine phase of the habit loop just because things happen. Like my brother's in town this weekend. So, you know, we're going to dinner later, like her bedtime seven 30. Well, we went to dinner last night at seven. Well, how are we going to put her down with the sound machine in a swaddle in a perfectly dark room with a slight red light? Like, okay, that's not going to happen. Well, we still need to live. But understand that that's going to happen. And then the next day she's going to get right back on her schedule. And then hopefully, you know, 
her sleep gets better. And so like that just continues to loop. It's like continue to live and become independent people taking care of someone. However, understand that like all three of us need structure to be successful. And that is why TJ is exhausted today. <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted, <laughs> but like in a good way. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's awesome. But, oh, and over the course of time, those routines will develop into habits where it's, and, and when you break that habit, shit might hit the fan a little bit, but you, like you said, you can jump back into it. Yeah. So I would say, Pat, I, I probably do. Let me, let me pat myself on the back. I do a really good job of listening and, 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 um, reading a lot of self-help. So I have like a lot of, I feel like I have a lot of tools in my toolbox. Um, if I would have became a dad 10 years ago, oh, this poor child. So I, I'm able to handle different things and, and be a lot more fluid. I was very selfish 10 years ago. And now I'm like, oh, you know, okay. My day didn't go exactly how I wanted it to, but you know, I did the best I could. Yeah, man. Proud of you. Thanks. You're about to, <laughs> you're about to be in the fire. I know I'm, I'm that th this is probably a self indulgent podcast. I'm just asking all these questions and over here <laughs> jotting notes. I'm like, all right, do this, do that. Don't do that. No, um, I think, I think here's this podcast is kind of going off. It's like a father podcast. We'll now, bring but, it back here. Uh, we'll bring it back here. But I, uh, one thing that's always kind of pissed me off is like, people are like, I'm like, Oh, she slept like eight hours last night. They're like, Oh, just wait. I'm like, why do you got to be negative about it? Now I'm going into it negative thinking something negative is going to happen. Now it's like messing up my ritual, my habits. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm just on alert. So your daughter will be completely, you don't know exactly what she's going to be like, but you will adjust and create the habits based off the cues and, and start to really develop routines for your daughter. All right. Let's bring it back real quick. I tried to right at the end. You did. Um, <laughs> I, I actually just kind of thought of this um, while you were talking, because I've had this list and I wanted to run through it, but I'm like, how do we implement it? I've already had the, the reading segment, so we just don't want to hear Patrick reading again. But I do have a list of, of good routines that highly successful people implement. And we're going to go through and we're going to say, yes or no, whether we do them and you out there listening, I want you to think about it. You can audibly say it out loud. Um, if you're driving or anything like that, you know, if, if you're just listening on AirPods somewhere like at an airport or something, make sure you audibly say yes or no. So people look at you. Um, but the first <laughs> one is, uh, wake up at the same time every day. Yes or no T? Yes. I have to say no. Cause I, I want to say almost, but that's not yes or no. So I'm gonna say no. Well, Okay, I lied. Prior to baby, yes. Right now, I wake up like four times a night. So, no. Oh, when, okay, so when I say wake up, I mean get up out of bed for the day. Because yes. uh, you, I, have a, I have a set time that time? I like to get out. That I have to get out to like start my day. What time you wake up? Uh, seven is when I'm out of bed. I wake up at six, but I like, I have like a ritual. Dang, you get to sleep until seven? <laughs> well, I don't. Uh, yeah, no, you, you're up earlier. Uh, so I, I said no. I tend to uh, vary between um, 5 a.m. and probably 6.30 when I, when I wake up and get up out of bed. Um, some of that is the curse of my own doing as far as scheduling, you know, personal training early in the morning and then some days not. Um, something I could probably get better at if I know I'm going to schedule people that early. I probably need to be up at 5 a.m. every day and just adjust my, my schedule accordingly. What time do you go to bed? Um, that one is usually right around 10 o'clock. Cool. Yeah. And, and obviously it, that, that one I'm, I'm actually probably more diligent about as far as like, I see 10 o'clock hit. And if I'm not in bed, I'm like 
rounding up the crew. I got yeah. the dogs coming. Uh, the, usually Sadie's ready at, by that point. But yeah. if I'm like watching TV or something, I'm like, time to go. Number two, allow natural light into your room. Yeah, so part of like I, my, my routine in the morning is to, to feed Coda at 7 a.m., and so like the first thing like Jess has me do is like open up the blinds. I turn the hatch from like uh, this static like to like lullaby music. So it's like we set the tone for her circadian rhythm. So she's like, like when we put her down, it's like no light, right? So mm -hmm. like, yep. Um, so yeah, we open the blinds, get all the natural light we can um, and set the environment for her to like wake up for the day. I'm definitely a yes on this one as well. I'm, I'm a big natural light and you know, like it, certain times, uh, if you're of the year, if you're waking up super early, the natural light is not there because it's, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, but being up for that is, is nice. So whenever there is natural light, I'll let that one in there. Number three, drink a glass of water first thing in the morning. So, Yes, I have a... Three for three for tea. I know. I, f I fill a shaker bottle by my bed, and the first thing I do is just pound it because one of our coaches here at the Kansas Athletic Club gets pissed at me because what I typically would drink at the beginning of the morning is a bang energy drink. Um, but he's like, dude, that's so bad for your kidneys and liver. Like, drink some water at least. So that's what I do. I would say no for me. Again, I'm, I'm not doing well on this list. I need to, and, and usually I do have water by my bed, but I, I tend to just walk right past it. I need to, to get better about that. Number four is eat breakfast. Yes, that's part of my morning. Um, typically, we meal prep for the week. Um, and so like we'll do something like overnight oats or anything like that. But I do simple. I like first form protein in some oatmeal and it's the easiest meal I can make. And it's carbs, protein, and I throw like a scoop of peanut butter and throw some strawberries or blueberries in it. I actually, well, you already probably know this because you gave it, gave the answer away earlier in the podcast. I love breakfast. So I do eat breakfast every day. Um, Eggs and bacon. Yeah. Not every day. I, I used to. And then I realized I'm like, I probably need to get other nutrients and eat like some vegetables and things like that. So but a handful of spinach in the face. Number five. And then we'll just keep it at five instead of top 10. Cause we don't want to go forever. And, and I honestly, do. I want to see if I'm 10 for 10. <laughs> we'll go and tell TJ. Cause oh, well, I know yeah. this one exercise is number five. Well, obviously. Yes. Um, we're well, other than the two weeks, I know when, when you said the, the routine was pretty off, but you're, it's almost become a habit now. You've been working out for like 10 straight years or you mm -hmm. know, probably more than that. Yeah, about 15. Yeah. Yes, for me as well. Um, obviously, if it's a planned day, exercise is in the morning for me. Um, let's just rapid fire these. We don't need to go into too much elaboration. Okay. Number six, accomplish an important task. Like during the day or it, like... It's in the morning. In the morning. I mean, I, yeah, I send out emails. <laughs> I don't know if that, that's kind of just busy work. I mean, it could be important to you. Yeah. I don't think that I, I really view that. That one's probably, we probably could talk a whole lot about this just alone, but um, that's something that is, is kind of a cool concept as far as like you want to focus on something important and yeah. get that done right away because well, that sets the tone, right? I, yeah, so I guess to answer that question, I set the tone with three things that I want to get done mm -hmm. every day. Like, yeah. well, a concept called commit to three. Bam. Commit to three. Look it up. Number seven, meditate. Um, I do meditate, uh, but meditation looks different for everyone. Um, meditation to me is working out. Um, it's when I'm able to like really look inside myself, focusing on my breathing. Um, so 
meditation looks different for everyone. I feel like, you know, people meditate by riding a bike. It's not like you sitting crisscross applesauce with your fingers out going, hmm, meditation looks different for everyone. I'll disagree with you on that slightly in that, yes, it does look different for everybody, but I think the form of meditation is that it is um, getting you in a relaxed and really like a a rest and digest or a, a parasympathetic state. Okay. So you're exercise is actually probably putting you in more of an uh, a sympathetic state where you're you're getting in that fight or flight mode you're elevating your heart rate um yes there are forms of exercise so you could hop on a on, on a, a bike and just slowly ride but i don't think that necessarily like i think you you get in a place where you know that that can be thoughtful but in the form of meditation uh, of what i think and again this might just be my opinion um is is you're wanting to to get yourself into uh, a state that you're not in a fight or flight mode. You're in a place where you are really fully conscious and rested and aware. Now that might be by doing that, that cross-legged, yeah. you know, meditation, it might be laying down and focusing on your breathing. It might be, um, doing just a mindfulness activity, something like that. So I, I actually forgot to mention this. I don't even know why I forgot this. Cause I do this every morning. Well, at least every morning I shower, which is almost every morning before I come in here and I box breathe. Yeah. That's meditation. So, so. You, you're still seven for seven. And I am also yes on that because I do like to do uh, a form of box breathing in the morning. Number eight, and I don't know if I agree with this one, so I'll, I'll see your opinion on this. Make a to-do list. Uh, I do that the night before. Okay. So I like waking up overlooking my like my to-do list. I like read my affirmations that I tell myself. I always look at my goals for the year. Um, and then I go to work. I attack my day. Yeah. And I don't make a to-do list because I usually make a weekly to-do list because I think if you make a daily to-do list, but you reference back to it. So it's, the yeah, same thing. yeah. You make it and, and this is again, just kind of my opinion and my strategy is if you make a daily to-do list um, and you don't accomplish it, you can feel like a failure. <laughs> and if you make a weekly, like then you have a little bit more leeway and you can, you can give and take because sometimes things happen. Sometimes you get two hours of sleep and yeah, things hit the fan. Be fluid. Number nine, which goes back to meditation, practice breathing exercises. Boom, done. So I think that's kind of the same one. Again, there's flaws in this list. Number 10, unfortunately, I think this is where the the run run ends. Eat vegetables. Energize with a cup of tea. If it said cup of bang energy drink, (laughs) we would be 10 for 10. Yeah, no, I did not do that. Yeah, and I think, think, uh, you know, that's probably just from the standpoint of there's, there's good... Nutrients in tea and there's probably caffeine, but honestly, I think it comes down to the concept of like sitting down, enjoying something before you get your day started. I think it's not just necessarily tea. It's like really just sitting down and just allowing yourself to just kind of like start up slowly. Yeah. And their, their reasoning behind it is there's not as much caffeine in tea compared to bullshit, (laughs) but, uh, but no, I think, I think it's that, that that's a good point too, where you sit down and have like that moment of, all right. It, it, you can probably combine some of these things where you're making your to-do list while enjoying uh, a morning coffee or tea. Can I add one, Pat? Can I add number 11? Okay. Something I do every day. The first thing I say out of my mouth when I wake up is, this is going to be a great day. Even Positive if, reinforcement, right? Even on the days where I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> that is all we've got for this episode we are going to focus on creating good routines. We're going to keep those in that habit loop 
and develop them over time. Yeah, use cues, all right? Use those cues. Sweat daily. Make it a routine. Develop it into a habit. And be awesome. <laughs> I was trying to think of something really epic to say. I'm like, I don't that know was, what else to say. but literally just the best thing you could have said. Be awesome. So uh, remember, everybody, like us on social media. Follow us on Instagram. Actually, do this. Tell your friends about us, too. Tell your friends. But... We'll, we'll throw up a post of the habit loop. We'll, we'll credit um, whoever it was that TJ did, uh, found this from. Her name's Anna Lurie Linkoff. There you go. And we'll, I want you guys to comment on that post as far as what your routines are that you're trying to develop and habits through this loop. So, uh, so that'll be a fun little interactive piece. But like us on Instagram, um, you know, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, Anchor, all that fun stuff. Don't forget, sweat daily like a habit. Stunting is a habit. Stunting is a habit. You're supposed to say that three times in the podcast. I didn't get it done. 